0: hello everybody welcome back to everyday ecclesiology i'm here with daniel greenhole my husband (laughs) and i'm desiree you know i'm glad that
1: yep i'm glad that you did the intro because i was gonna say welcome back to christian service (laughs) because that's our topic but i'm glad i didn't well
0: now they know our topic yep
1: that's okay we'll get to it in a minute before that what's new with you
0: your internship is almost done oh yeah you even
1: did it with the exclamation point like i wrote and everything
0: or something yeah yeah well and so. then now we can have a couple days together actually
1: yeah, yeah. it'll be nice to not work every day now yeah. don't get me wrong i've said this to people that know me which is you know come to think of it everyone listening but um i'm glad to have done the internship and i really enjoyed it and it wasn't a lot hours wise it was just a lot because it was every day out of the week because for a pastoral internship you're working on sundays yeah. So it was a lot, but I enjoyed it. I'm very thankful for it. I'm especially thankful for the pastor I was able to serve under. Um, he was very helpful. Uh, but I am glad to be done with it, move on, um, and still continue to serve within that church with my wife, with my church family. Um, but have a few more hours within the week to spend with my family, especially my little daughter, and your daughter. Yeah. <sighs> That's the same person, in case anyone down the road listens and is like, What? No, that's the same person. Our daughter.
0: She was being so goofy at supper today. Yeah,
1: she was. I started singing like a. There's a channel on YouTube I watch, and their theme song has like a very chromatic. Well, oh, not chromatic. It kind of sounded
0: like the Twilight Zone almost. Kind
1: of, yeah. yeah. I was, well, because I was bad at singing it. But um, I was trying to do like the, the boops in the song. It was like a boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I'm not going <gonna> <laughs> to sing it. I'm um, not going to sing it. But I was trying to do it. And just going through that part, and obviously I can't do like the percussion and the bass that they have in the song, but then Sophia just started like dancing to it. Yeah. And it was funny. And then I'd stop and then she'd look at me and laugh and then she'd wait for me to do it again. And then I'd do it again and do the boop, 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 boop. And she'd start dancing back and forth in her little high chair. It was funny. We got a video of it, but yeah. it's a podcast. Sorry, I can't show you a video. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited that once we're done with my internship, I get a new work schedule But before that, we get to take a vacation. Probably shouldn't say when it is, just in case. Yeah. It won't matter, but... I
0: think it's a... Yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be nice to take a vacation, have a couple days off. Four days off of work actually gets me like two weeks of no work. Pretty nice, because I have a a weird freaky schedule.
0: Yeah, because you work long hours.
1: Yeah. But it is nice. It'll be nice to have a vacation and have some rest. I don't know what we're doing for the podcast during that time, come to think of it. I think we're going to try and post.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, might as well. I mean, it's not like we'll have a ton going on because we're on vacation. Right. And it's not like this is work. We enjoy it. So, yeah, we should be able to do that. I don't know when this will be going weekly, but we will be going weekly at some point. Mm-hmm. At the latest, probably November. At the earliest, probably October. We um, could do potentially October. I,
0: I think it would be nice to go weekly as soon as we get more interviewees lined up. We have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. We just got to get dates um, not lined for those people. up. Yeah, we just got to have dates.
1: Yeah. Yep. Because we don't know when, and we might end up doing those at some point, and then posting them at a later date. Hopefully, not too far out, because of the topics that I want to cover, and because I want them on as soon as possible. So,
0: also merch, yeah. No, yeah, no. Why not? Not yet. We
1: have like twelve people that listen. We're gonna...
0: and all twelve, I'm pretty sure, would buy a merch. <laughs> it's
1: cost a merch. What's a merch? <laughs> <laughs> Should we put that a definition of a merch thing you okay. buy to support a content creator? Fair oh, enough. Dear. Alright, that's what's new. That's what's going to be new. And that's what actually won't be new for a while. (laughs) No merch. (laughs) Not yet. Let us know through the the socials that we don't have. Yeah, we could. I'm thinking about creating a separate email for the podcast. Mm -hmm. That would work pretty well. That way, if people actually do want to contact us, they would be able to. Our one listener who shows up as Philippines... That'd be neat to find out who they are and why they're listening and how yeah. they found the podcast or yeah. if they're actually in America, but have a Philippines email address that would work too. Or if they use a VPN, that could also happen. It's cool. In which case, don't let us know. We don't want to know that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we actually talking about today, Desiree? I already spoiled it.
0: Yeah. Christian service.
1: Yeah. What do you mean by that? I didn't put anything in the notes. You got to <laughs> actually know what I mean.
0: Well, Christian service as in... Ways that you serve as a believer, and I would assume within your local church, okay. since that's kind of our main topic. Okay, of thing.
1: so we'll define it probably more by fleshing it out, Yeah. Um, giving examples, both of things that we typically think of, and probably uh, in ways that we don't typically think of. Now, maybe to our listener at this point, they're all pretty much on board, because we've chatted with all of them about ecclesiology and mm-hmm. what it means to serve within the church but for uh uh steve mccoy can i use steve mccoy who's that that's an actual person that's who they always reference in doc and devo oh my goodness so i should probably pick a different person
0: yeah this is a different but for
1: my little brother who maybe has not thought this through <laughs> as far um uh just because he hasn't had time hadn't hasn't had the same influences as me anyway for the average average layman which is who this is too there we go mm-hmm. um what, what what does this look like to serve in the church? Or what does Christian service look like? So in typical American churches, Desiree, what are some examples on a Sunday in a typical American church that we would think of as Christian service or serving within the church? Sorry mm, for all that okay. plumbing noise that probably came through on the mic.
0: Yeah, probably. Um, I'm Playing on the little orchestra with the music, or I can think of my own. Okay. To all right. Notes.
1: Orchestra with the little music. Uh,
0: playing an instrument in oh. like a little orchestra that your church may have okay um doing off taking the offering passing the plate mm-hmm. greeting people at the door wait, wait, wait. do you mean like them... the
1: people in the pew that pass the plate to the next person or like the ushers like the ushers oh yeah. okay okay
0: greeting people at the door saying mm-hmm. hello handing them a bulletin shaking their hand unless you're in a pandemic then none of those things yeah um,
1: <laughs> uh, if, if you gave someone a ride to church That could be considered like a a Christian service or a way to serve your local church family.
0: Well, The video and audio, which is always for like a teenage boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Typically always, yeah. Um, Some churches, especially if they're using someone else's space, um, like uh, one of our our friends goes to a church that they're using a a school's gym. So they have to Mm -hmm. do set up and tear down every time. Um, So that would be a a form of of Christian service that several churches in America would think of. Um, Preaching. That would definitely be considered Christian service. You might have already mentioned that. Um, These are, again, things that we typically think of when we think service within the church or Christian service would be a way that it's been termed. Um, What about on other days? These are things you might not think of as Christian service or service within the church because they don't happen within the building, but thinking carefully about who the church is, that it's not a building but a people, um... And we'll, how much have we covered this?
0: How church is not a people.
1: It is a people. Oh,
0: sorry. church is not a <laughs> Maybe we haven't it It's a little it too enough. late. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, well, either way, uh, we know, and we might, and we certainly will delve into this a little bit later. I want to have someone on to do an exposition of Ephesians 4.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, if
1: you want to look at that ahead of time, by all means, it's scripture, do so. Uh, but the church is fundamentally, uh, it, it's a... People doesn't have anything yeah. to do with a building. Yes, people always meet in a place, but the place is not the church. It's the people that are the church. So if I say a service within the church or a Christian service, a way that you serve under the umbrella of local church service, ministering to church family, that doesn't have to take place on Sunday in the building where you have church. Yeah. I to use those terms because you're not having church. You are church and the church is just meeting. So... Christian service ought to, needs to, take place outside of just the gathering of the local church on a mm-hmm. Sunday or Wednesday or a Saturday or whenever your local church gathers. So, on other days, what are some examples of Christian service? What could that look like? What are some things that we might think of as, oh, well, this would also be Christian service?
0: One I think of is one that my mom does. Yeah? She visits shut-ins. Oh. Uh, mainly widows oh, of that. the church. Yeah. Not necessarily just shut-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she'll go, she'll read to them, she'll play games with them, do some cleaning. Yeah. And so that's one that I usually think of. Think and
1: why of. is that Christian service? Because she's
0: that? serving other people in her local church. Yeah. So, and it's really helpful when they can't get to the building where everyone else gets to meet
1: yeah so they're not neglected yeah, yeah. um you could also visit or call on a, a non in if there's another family within your church and you need to just go and spend time with them and get to know them and um be nice to their kids and play with them or Invest. have dinner together yeah yeah and, and get to know and care intentionally about what's going on in their life yeah um, that is a way to serve your local church family
0: one, one thing that's unique with our church is everyone's welcome to call and invite yourself over for supper. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. Pastor Danny helped with that a little bit. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, praying for people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think of their uh, prayer warriors. You can't see my air quotes, uh, but people that just pray all the time for other people within the church, and we're commanded to do so. We ought to mm-hmm. do so, and it's, it's it's a very good thing. It's a service yes, um, out of obedience to God and out of love for God, but also to their local church family when they're praying for their local church family. Um, Or you can, I I know a guy, I I love, we both know a dear friend who Mm -hmm. will call and pray with us on the phone. He'll pray for us. Hey, how can I pray for you? And then he'll pray for you on the phone. And it's a blessing. And if he
0: can't answer, he leaves a message. Yeah,
1: he leaves a voicemail. He's not dissuaded at all. Uh, It's it's pretty cool. Um, Or if you wanted to do, uh, a Bible study with a younger woman within mm-hmm. the church. If I wanted to do a Bible study with a younger guy within the church, um, that would be a, a local church service. Not not like a, a meeting like we think of, but it would be a service under the umbrella, under the guise of the local church. It would fall under the category of serving your local church family. So that's still Christian service. But what about, what about the things we don't think of? Oh, there's going to be a mouse oh, click. Oh, I thought
0: that was the things we thought of. Those were the things that are things people don't typically think of.
1: Okay. Um, That was... First we did Sundays, then we did other days, and now these are other ways. I was creative. Yep. I got creative here. Oh, dear. (sighs) So what are some other ways... Other
0: ways. mm -hmm, Okay.
1: ...that we can serve our local church family that maybe we actually haven't thought of? Or maybe... We've done, but haven't done intentionally as local church service. Or maybe we've done intentionally for the sake of the other person, but maybe haven't even recognized that it is local church service because of what we think of as the church. For example, maybe if we're still thinking of, like, okay, let me back up. If we're thinking of uh, the church, and we know that the church is a people and not a place, but if it hasn't quite crossed over, into what we actually think of as our practical ecclesiology, okay? So we know in our, in our, uh, in our theology that the church is a people, not right. a place. And we say that, but we don't really know what it means yet. If I invite someone over to do a project in the backyard because I want to get to know them better mm-hmm. and I want to be able to come alongside them in their life later um, and I want to invest, I'll use the word because it covers a, a broad scope of bases, in their life, That, and that younger man is someone from my local church, then that is local church service. Mm -hmm. Because it's not taking place within a local church. It's not... Well, it is taking place within a local church. It's not taking place within the gathering of the local church. It's not tied to the place. And it's also uh, not necessarily an explicit, like, we're doing a Bible study. Right. It's just, I'm getting to know this guy better. Well, that's still getting to know people within your local church with so go ahead so
0: do you have to be getting to know them better for it to count as christian service or could i like handwrite a letter and send it to someone as encouragement that not really that would count that would count
1: yeah i mean if you're spending time together you're getting a little more quality but i don't know how you can spend time to actually i do know how you can spend time together and not get to know one another better and not talk you watch a movie
0: Okay. You that's turn your only, brains off and do nothing no, productive. It's only if you're not allowed to talk during the movie like those crazy people. Don't talk. Don't talk. This is an important part. Yeah. As the intro music plays. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so yeah, you and even then if you're watching a movie, you do get to know the person a little bit better because you at least learn, yes, this is a person who's okay with this movie. Or, no, this person's not okay with this movie. We're not going to watch it. Or, eh, this person's not really okay with this movie. But we're going to watch it anyway, which hopefully you're not doing. But either way, you learn something about the person. Or maybe, right. maybe it's a good movie and it's actually helpful and they just think it's really boring and dull. And you learn something about the person, about what they appreciate. Yeah, if you their can likes, find their a dislikes. I like that. Probably. That's have actually it just good. In a
0: documentary.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> we got to find something Anyway.
0: Else. Peter Rabbit's good. Ooh, I could do nails with other women yeah in the church
1: i have that on there did you read that yeah oh, okay but, oh, but it's a good yes. idea yeah see
0: and i've done it uh-huh so
1: so but just doing your nails together may not be actually right. christian service
0: yeah that's but. why i wrote
1: on here that it can be truly faithful service in the local church but it's not guaranteed to be so mm-hmm. why is that what would it look like here's a question for you to do nails together with someone else and it not really be Christian service or a service within the local church.
0: Um, and what would gossip. it look like?
1: <laughs> and what would it look like to actually make it be faithful service within the local okay. church?
0: Okay, So for it to not be very good would probably just involve idle chatter.
1: Okay. Why is that not service within the, within the local church?
0: Because it's not edifying.
1: Ah, it's not building up the body of yeah. Christ. It's not the building, building, the building yeah. or the body, body building
0: uh-huh uh okay Did you get it <laughs> no <laughs>
1: so the building building the building referencing first corinthians three i want to say our fact checker can get that later um where it's the building the church referred to as a building that's Kay. building up the building
0: oh okay
1: and then ephesians 4 the reference to the body it's the body doing the body building
0: okay it's
1: bodybuilding. building yeah yeah okay
0: it was a pun it was a little confusing oh
1: sorry um, Is it too late and then night? the way
0: of Edipon, <laughs> the way it would be helpful was even just like what happened when i when some girls invited me over cuz they were into nail polish and so they wanted to do my nails some girls and yeah i don't know if i should say names. yeah i know um but we even got to talk about um people that wanted to be a part of a church but didn't want to be members because they were they had a bad experience at another church where they were members and the church was not good mm-hmm. and then they didn't want to be members at this new church and yeah. how we just kind of talked through whether that was right or wrong and it was good learning and brought up scripture and yeah 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 so that was a good way of christian service yeah. doing nails
1: and that reminds me of the book that I'm going to mention under what I'm reading. It's about church membership. It'll be a lot of oh, fun. Oh, funny. I'll, I'll remember when I... Hopefully, I'll remember when I get there. All right. Uh, what else did I have in here? Oh, yeah. If I invited a guy over from church to help with a project in the backyard, mm-hmm. um, I could do that and view it as slave labor. Or... Uh- <laughs> or I could do it and say, hey, I, I can do this project by myself. But A, I might be able to use some help. But B... It'd be a good opportunity for, this is something, let's say there's a guy that is really good at working on cars, or even if he's not, he likes to. I'm like, hey, I have a a project that I'm going to do, and he would enjoy helping with it, so I'll use it as an opportunity to chat with him, because while you're wrenching on cars, there's usually quite a bit of time for talking, Mm -hmm. and sometimes quite a bit of time for revealing the heart (laughs) when things go wrong. So they can provide neat opportunities even in times like that, if you're careful to watch for them.
0: I was about to say... Re- very revealing when you hammer a nail huh. and then a hammer your thumb. But I don't think that happens when you're working on cars. Not usually. Unless you're rednecking it.
1: Or if something's already gone pretty wrong. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's the last one I had on here?
0: Uh, babysitting for a young couple. Yes.
1: And I added some caveats. We have so...
0: no idea what that's like. but.
1: <laughs> so we don't say this because we want people to babysit for us. No. That's not our intention. We do have a young child. And she has been babysat, and it's been wonderful. And that's why we say this because it has been helpful for Desiree and I's relationship with one another before God to have someone watch our child so that we can spend intentional quality time together. Uh, is it necessary?
0: Mm, no. Maybe. No, I don't think if, it's I, I'm not going to say
1: it's necessary. It, necessary. it is necessary to spend intentional quality time with yeah, your husband or but... wife, assuming they're still alive, that type of thing, and you're not divorced. But um, it, it is very helpful if you can have someone babysit for you. So even younger ladies that, in the church that want to babysit or something, if you babysit for a younger couple, that can be very helpful for them. So keep that in mind, not to puff yourself up when you're babysitting. and Say, yep, I'm doing good things for them. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not a proper attitude, but you can remember and seek out those opportunities with the intention of saying, hey, I want to, to help this couple Um, have a little bit of a break from their little one and this is something that God has equipped me to do to be able to take care of a little one through whatever means he's chosen Um, and so I'm going to take care of their little one so that they can go and and spend a night out um, and have some time together to talk with one another um, and not have to worry about keeping an eye on the little one the whole time so
0: and you already explained how that builds the local church
1: uh yes because the couple gets to know one another better and the little and the person babysitting is doing it with the intention of um helping another couple within the church okay i could probably elaborate on that more but we're gonna try to keep this one to half an hour yep we'll see how that goes all right what do we have left oh i gotta click oh no click click click, i already did all right what are we reading
0: uh that's bad for me because <laughs> i haven't <laughs> read since last time okay well, wait that's been two weeks that's really bad you haven't read anything gonna, no i haven't you read but devotions well yeah you read the bible I read devotions
1: sorry oh. let me get my keyboard type on the bible in here because you did
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you got okay. a new reading plan too uh, not a new reading plan a new morning plan
0: oh uh morning routine yeah that's, that's going pretty well reading. you read
1: your Bible in the mornings. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, my morning routine. It's working pretty well because I was realizing that I would wake up early and scroll on my phone and then I'd scramble around all day trying to get my chores done and then I'd do it all over the next morning and I realized if I just get up when I actually wake up and do my devotions, put away the dishes. Which is
1: usually uh, before the sun rises. Okay.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, The things that are easy to not do in the midst of all the air quotes, bigger chores. Mm. Um, so yeah, I showed Daniel <laughs> my dream morning routine versus reality is kind of funny. And he's like, well, just try it for one day. And I'm like, okay, did it for one day. I've been doing it for like two weeks now mm-hmm. and it's been going well. Yeah. And I can't give the excuse that I'm losing sleep because I'd be awake anyway. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, for me, I I have always found it a lot easier to say, hey, I'm going to do this for one day versus write up a new idea for how to live my life and then be like, all right, this is going to be the new forever. And then it's like really daunting because then you're just like, man, I got to do this forever. But if I say, hey, I'm going to do this tomorrow, then it does two things. One, it relieves a little bit of the pressure of saying, well, if I mess up for one day, I'm done forever. I messed up my forever and now I got to re-say it's a new forever. But it also gives you the flexibility to say, hey, um, I'm going to try this tomorrow And maybe it sounded great in my head, but maybe I really missed something like Sophia's got to eat in the morning. You didn't miss that. No. (laughs) But maybe I really missed something. And so this gives me the flexibility to say, hey, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to evaluate it. And I'm going to keep doing this and keep evaluating it. And you continue to have a cycle of um, continuing to try and do better and better and better, uh, not just to outdo yourself for the sake of pride, but to continue to be sanctified it could be a form of sanctification, mm-hmm. but to continue to progress in, um, uh, what's the opposite of laziness? Uh, diligence? No, oh, the opposite. opposite. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 you, you can progress in your diligence and your dedication and your consistency and your discipline. Discipline is the word I was looking for. Oh, I like that word. Like I'm not good at it, but I like better. that word. Okay, what are we actually reading? I didn't get there.
0: Together. I'm reading. Oh, you? Okay. Yep.
1: I'm going in order. Uh, I'm reading a book still called The Church and the Surprising Offense of God's Love. It's by Jonathan Lehman. Uh, it's put out by Nine Marks Publishing. I don't know if they're the actual publisher, but it's under their umbrella, if you will. Um, it's obviously a pretty provocative name, The Church and the Surprising Offense of God's Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's meant to peak curiosity but it's also like 380 pages oh so uh you're probably not going to carry that curiosity all the way through the book
0: book title that you read on the library shelf and then you see the size and you're like nope
1: Uh, it's it's not that bad the print's not that small okay like it's a pretty normal size and it's not like a big book it's like a normal size book so you can make it through chapters and and chip away at it in 15 20 minutes here here and there and it's helpful. I'm referencing a couple of sections on it right now. It's about basically um, church membership and discipline as outworkings of God's love displayed to one another. Mm. So why do we have church membership? Is it biblical? Strictly speaking, we're not told in scripture that there needs to be a membership list in local churches. We aren't. Mm -hmm. But does that mean that it's wrong if it's not mentioned in scripture? Well, no, we wouldn't have organ. Well, that might not be a bad thing. We wouldn't Daniel. have. <laughs> okay, I've had bad experiences with organs. I'll grant it. Um, but just because it's not mentioned in the scripture doesn't mean it's wrong. But then, okay, how do I evaluate whether this is helpful, not helpful, good, bad? Is it a practical outworking of what I understand as my ecclesiology or more importantly, is it a practical outworking of how I understand a biblical ecclesiology? Um, and that's what he gets at. And how is church discipline um, slotted under the umbrella of love for one another? And mm-hmm. he'll reference 1 Corinthians 5. He'll probably reference 2 Corinthians as well is my guess. I haven't gotten through it yet, um, but it's it's a helpful title. I'm thinking through aspects of church membership right now. Um, I've had one opinion on it in the past, I've had another opinion on it, um, and my opinions don't really matter. I'm trying to understand what does Scripture say about the matter, um, and how did my opinions in the past really, in truth, conflict with Scripture. So um, that's The Church and the Surprising Offense of God's Love, where I'm at right now. I'm also reading Finally Alive uh, by John Piper. I believe it's one of his older books. Leastways, it was under a different publisher. Uh, It's about salvation. Uh, it was helpful for a sermon I preached on Sunday. I'm still reading through it because I appreciate some aspects of Piper. Um, Pastor Danny gave me today about 17 other books on the local church. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to read all of them anytime soon, but I'm going to skim through them. There's a couple little booklets, like short booklets, like it's short for a booklet, books that I brought home that I'm going to work my way through. you just
0: call that a pamphlet.
1: Yeah, it's basically a pamphlet. Yeah. It's like 25 pages. Maybe it's 50. Oh.
0: That's a booklet.
1: It's pretty tiny though, once you see it. Okay. Um, So some of those I'm going to work through. And I also read, and I'm enjoying, A Recipe for Hot Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I've read it a couple of times now. (laughs) Hey, I also got Uh, you fancy hot chocolate today. Yep. It's different kind of fancy. Mine's like gourmet hot chocolate, as Desiree told me. It's homemade. It's really good. With
0: all the heavy creams and heavy chocolates.
1: Heavy chocolates? Yeah. There's no heavy chocolates in it. It's
0: heavy in your tummy.
1: No, it's not. It's really good. (laughs) so it's got like whole milk heavy, yeah that's a good start yeah whole milk and heavy cream just keeps getting better um uh, brown sugar vanilla uh
0: cocoa powder
1: yep cocoa powder i'm getting there oh, i read this like four times to- i'm the only one that's made it so far i know how to do it yeah and we put in a little bit of instant coffee, which Mm -hmm. makes me cringe because I'm not an instant coffee person. I'm a pour-over-in-the-morning type of person, like get some good beans, use them within two weeks of when I got them, grind them fresh every morning, dial in my grind size type of coffee, nerd type of person. Um, But I use instant coffee because I can't really put coffee grounds into the drink that I'm going to drink. That's kind of nasty. So instant coffee gives it a little bit of that um, earthy flavor, the, I adds, adds richness hot to the chocolate. Yeah, makes it a little bit more rich. It's good. I still want to find a way to get good instant hot chocolate. Or instant hot
0: chocolate. No. Instant coffee.
1: Yes. I want to find a way to get it's... some good instant coffee. See if it I helps.
0: Don't
1: if I don't know if it would thing. work, though, because that's not the flavor I'm going for right. of good coffee. So it's okay. But okay. I've enjoyed reading that recipe several times. What about you, Desiree?
0: I'm in the book Humble Roots.
1: Still? Yes. How far have you gotten?
0: I haven't gotten any further oh, than last time. We happens. already talked about this, so we don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Sorry. So but I don't been have much scripture. to say about it. You've been reading scripture. Yeah, I've so. been doing my devotions. Yeah. Anyway.
1: What else have you read? I read I, the show notes, so you have to read it.
0: I have to read what he wrote, and it says, Recipes. The chicken alfredo was amazing.
1: Yeah, because it was really good. She made a really fancy chicken alfredo tonight with juicy chicken breasts. I've never had chicken breasts that were like juicy like that and homemade. And I actually enjoyed the chicken. It wasn't like... (laughs) It was like... It was good.
0: Will everyone assume that was my first time making chicken then?
1: No. No. That's probably, All the
0: other times.
1: Everyone will assume that that's...
0: All the other times were me, me. No,
1: <laughs> no. I just, I don't know. I'm picky about my chicken. Yeah. I've had bad experiences with chicken. Chicken and organs. Organs?
0: Yeah. <laughs> not like your
1: organs. Like the church organ that's not in the yeah, church. It's not in the Bible. We covered this. you say this.
0: chicken and then you say organs, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Like the organs, organs
1: within the chicken. Like the gizzard. Yeah. And okay um together we're still working through the same book
0: we're almost done understanding the lord's supper
1: yeah I'm um it. i'm not comp- it, it's a booklet it's not a pamphlet mm-hmm. it's a booklet and he doesn't have time to develop all of the um points that he puts forward so i want to read his longer volume i i think it's lehman but i don't know for sure I don't know whether to go back and grab it or let our fact checker get that.
0: Well, I think we explained it last time. Yeah, it's it's from the Church
1: Basics series, so it's not that bad. And we're over half an hour, so I better wrap it up. Um, But I've appreciated it. Uh, It's definitely helpful um, because of our theological background. There were some things about the Lord's Supper that were minimized and passages that weren't really talked about, not because um, they were worried that it would refute their view, but because if these passages are emphasized too much Um, it can minimize the major passages on the Lord's Supper. uh, And that's what they were trying to avoid, which is helpful. But also I want to know how to interact with the whole of scripture when talking about a topic. And so I appreciate this. I think that's about it. Intro-outro music is uh, more difficult than I anticipated. I
0: thought we found some good ones, but you're the indecisive one. Yeah.
1: I just, I got to hear it. And it's got to be like, "Mm, this is right. Because I don't want like happy bouncy stuff that just doesn't fit because we're we're covering biblical ecclesiology and so i don't want it to all be all happy go lucky
0: like a yeah i
1: don't want it to be like in a minor key although i really like yeah. that it's not really fitting for this so yeah. man well here's what we'll do we'll get somebody on to talk about music that knows what they're talking about and then we'll have them pick the music for their show there we go <laughs> Ooh, we could have our music guy from church we'll see that'd be fun yeah yeah if he's listening you should send me a text I don't think he is. Maybe I'll tell him to listen to the episode now. Sounds good. All right. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Keep serving within your local church.